0: Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges. Today we spoke to Brian Brown, the founder and CEO of Gutter Knight, the leading gutter guard installation franchise in Australia. Brian shares with us his interesting journey in business from a young age to the success he is today. Listen to find out why the Gutter Knight franchise is such an incredible opportunity for the right person, what makes them so unique, and how to become a franchisee.
1: Welcome everyone. My name is Ragu from the team at Eden Exchange. Today we're joined by Brian Brown, who's the founder and CEO of Gutterite, uh, one of the most rapidly growing franchises growing across Australia today. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Brian. No problem, Ragu. How are you today? Look, really good. Thanks. Look, it's it's really interesting having you on board today for the podcast because we're always keen on talking to um, you know really different uh, businesses and franchises in the market especially ones headed by, you know, you could say savvy founders and business people. So it's, it's going to be interesting listening to your story and your growth plans for the company as well. So just wanted to talk today firstly, Brian, about we'll, we'll be able to delve into Guttonite as well, but can you start by telling us a little bit about your background, you know, your career even, how it led you to becoming the CEO and, and pioneer of Guttonite as well? Yeah,
0: sure. Look, i probably to the beginning, so you get a bit of a, a snapshot. Cause it's, you know, it's, it's sort of a little bit of an interesting story depending on you know, how you look at it. Um, look, um, I probably grew up a little bit different to most people. I come from a sort of dysfunctional family. I Actually, I left home when I was 15, which is a little bit unusual. So I was actually a street kid, so I lived on the streets for a while. And, um, yeah. and along, along that journey, I, 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 met, I met someone, and I, I met an, an interesting person. And he was a social worker, and he, he saw more in me that I saw in myself, and he, he became my mentor. The guy's name was Scott Miller, um, very influential in my life, and I sort of learned from him about self-responsibility, and you've got to take self-responsibility for everything that you do. You just can't blame others. And, and I, I started, I got involved in government committees, and I was involved in government, government, Department of Health, Department of Youth, Youth and Community Services, Department of Defence, and this was all the age by the age of sixteen. And on one of the committees, I was actually a chairman on board directors. So I was actually very young. And um, at one of the boards, I decided that um, you know if I've had enough, and I, I went into the gym industry and I became a, a fitness trainer. And from from there, I I went along and and uh, I got into I always liked cars, so I got into um, buying and selling cars, and I had done well at that. And I uh, started developing furniture furniture products for government departments. And um, when I, I moved up to Brisbane, I, I originally was from Brisbane, I, and I left and I, and I come back and I got it. I was just doing some normal jobs and um, I started commercial cleaning that night just, just for extra income and that, that went quite well. And then during the day I was looking at what could I do do extra and someone said to me, why don't you do lawn mowing? And I thought to myself, lawn mowing? My opinion of people who, who mow lawns, and, and no disrespect to anyone, was that was a very simple job, and it always reminded me of this movie I saw called The Lawnmower Man. It was about a simple guy, oh. and um, and that's all, that's my perspective of it. And anyway, long story short, a few months later, I become this lawnmower man, and it took off. It went from a projected turnover of thirty thousand to seventy thousand in five days, and eight months later, I took it to one point eight million, and that's where I, I learned the value of marketing. And from there, I I, I went into Security, I ran some dealerships, security dealerships, and a bit further on from that, uh, I got into business coaching, and I started a business coaching firm back in 2000, 2001, and I ran that you know for, for 15 years, where I went with that, I've dealt with hundreds of businesses all over Australia, overseas, I spoke at seminars, I was also a guest speaker, or guest guru, they used to call me on a TV business show, and they used to call me and I used to speak on business, okay. so that was sort of where it led me up to pretty well close to getting to gutter Night. And in my business consultancy firm, one of my guys, in the, one of our trainers, David Miles, which is, you've had the pleasure of speaking to before, we got, we got speaking one day and said, "Hey, let's start a business." And it, and I won't bore you how that came about because David spoke about it already. And we start, and that's how Gunner Night got started. And that's pretty well where we are today.
1: Yeah, that's very interesting, Brian. You've had that very diverse background of what brought you to this role at Gutter Knight. How has that translated into you, know, you forming the company? What, what brought about the idea for the company? Where in Australia
0: now are you growing? Yeah, that, that idea came come about from a client we were working with that actually had a Gutter business. And to cut a long story short, we ended up obviously starting our own. You know, we offered to franchise their business and it wasn't the way they wanted to go, so we we, we went on uh, our own with their blessings. And and I, I suppose I used that background from working with hundreds of businesses and what what I saw as a key to working with businesses was systemization and making... I, it, look, in, in my own coaching business, I, I systemized it and I had a, a license or franchise model, but the difference with that, Regu, was that we had to get very specific people to come in it's like if you're sitting in front of a business owner, you've got to have some credibility. You just can't be you know, a bus driver one day and a business consultant the next. And with Gutterguard, it's such a simple business that I can take anyone off the street, teach them, and sell in. They can be an entrepreneur in Gutterguard and make very good income.
1: Yeah, that sorry, the simplicity component is really key to it as well. I mean, can you delve into that a bit? Because it, you, you say it's simple, but I'm sure there's been a lot of complicated planning and ideation to make this simple business so successful. Um, how did you go about doing that? Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, I like to say it's simple. There's nothing simple. Um, look, the skill in making a business simple is actually very complex. Exactly. So, actually, in the background, the business is actually very complex, but the way it's been put together on a surface and running it is actually, it's very simple. So, it's all systemized. If people follow the bouncing ball, They'll get the same results as everyone else does. And that just come about just from my background of um, you know being involved with franchises. Like I've worked as a franchise consultant. I've worked with Rams Home Home Loans, um, Price Attack, Amber Tiles. Um, I've worked in the gyms group. So it's just probably just a few of the bigger ones that people are aware of. And it's just it, it's about building a system and the marketing system that makes that happen. And That's where the simplicity comes out at the very end of it. but putting the gall up is actually very complex and it does take a lot of time and a lot of thought behind it. but what I've been able to manage to do is it's build out it a simple system that anyone can follow yeah sure and and you know we've interviewed plenty of
1: you know, gutter guard gutter night franchisees now they all test to that as well that it's very understandable that's what really attracted them to the proposition and also what what drives them a lot to just push forward as well sure and We've had an opportunity to speak to plenty of Gutter Night, GutterGuard franchisees as well, and they've all been highly appreciative of the simplicity of understanding the business, which drives them to go forward and grow it and grow it. Sure. Now, If we're taking a step back, can you also just give us an idea how you came to the assessment that the market size for Gutter Night was big enough for you to franchise and grow? And secondly,
0: how did you get that right product to market fit Oh, excellent question. But I think that's the thing we looked at. We looked at the market and who was already doing it. And, look, it's, you know, we understand that we're not the only people around, and that's fine because when, when there's competitions out there, you know that you know, there's a market. So we looked at what everyone else was doing, and it was just a simple strategy that um, all we needed to do was be 1% better than everyone else, and which at the time wasn't hard to do. So that's how we come up with the market, and we looked at what – what, what places need gutter guard? And any, any, any place that has a gutter, being residential, commercial, industrial, could do a gutter guard. And we also look to that you know, change in legislation in the marketplace, especially around health and safety, especially when we look at schools or retirement centres. Look, in the old days, the, the maintenance person used to climb on the roof and clean the gutters. But with health and safety, that's no longer the case. They're not allowed to go on the roof. So they've got two choices. Either have your gutters cleaned every few months or you have a product like ours installed. So that's that's what we looked at in the marketplace. We also looked at uh, commercial. There's no one in, the, in 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 our arena touching commercial for, for whatever reason, and it's a huge market. Uh, we looked at areas that councils are now certifying areas in fire zones, where because where, where, the house is getting pushed out to more into bushland, when you are in these certain areas, uh, you need sort of certain certifications to have your, your house completed. And one of them being um, is gutter guard in, in fire zone areas. So there's, there's, there's those things too that we looked at. It's a huge market and it's, it's ever increasing. And you know, seriously, for what we do, we're only scratching on the surface. Yeah, sure.
1: And, and in terms of what you're doing, um, you know, can you just give us an idea of the type of people that are now coming into the franchise? Who'd make a good franchisee and, and how do you go about you know, attracting them essentially?
0: Yeah, look, great question. It, it, it's always a tricky point of view of, of who's the ideal target market, but looking at all our guys across the board, what we see common is that they're family people. Yeah. They have an interest in, in outdoors, and And they all generally want to do better, they've worked in, 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 you know, they've worked in jobs, some have had businesses before, and they're just looking at for the next level where they can work for themselves, but not by themselves because that's the definition of a the franchise. Yeah. They can work by, them, work by themselves and get rewarded for it. And I think that's in today's you know, in today's employment, we lack that where you work for, you work for a boss and you don't get that satisfaction. But when you work for yourself, you do. And it's, the more you pull in, the more you get out of it. And that's what we've allowed in our business, especially the way we have it set up with our fees. Is We're flat fees. The more you earn, the more you keep.
1: Yeah, sure. That's pretty unique as well in terms of – so you wouldn't really say it's a um, – you know, it's, it's not a, you know, a staggering fee that keeps going up as
0: you earn more. I mean, why did you come to that conclusion that that was the best model? Yeah, look, Again, I come from a background of working franchises, so I you know I took what was the, you know, the good what I've seen in the industry, and I, I left that I left out the bad. And and one one of the good things I saw was the fixed fee. And look, I'll be front, Our fee is five hundred dollars a month, um, which includes your admin and and um, and, Mark, and And people always say, you know, where do we make our where we make our money? And look, the reality where we make our money is is on the product. Or, or the franchisees buy their product through us. And we put a, a very small margin on that product. Now, if they go direct to anyone else, they still can't buy it for the price we give it to them because we buy in bulk and we have such great deals. But the beauty about that system is that if they don't succeed, we don't succeed. And there's, there's a point there too that if they're not doing anything, it starts to cost us money. So it's in our interest, which is this is the unusual part of our, of the, our franchise, is that it's in our interest to help our franchisees make more money because the more they make the more we make. So it's a very great system that um, it's not a traditional franchise where you know, a franchisee a or sells a franchise and they say, here's your franchise, great luck with it, and off you go. If you make money, good. If you don't, well, that's probably your own fault. With ours, they need to make money or it costs us money. So it's actually now interest, as I said, for us to help our guys, and, and we do. We, we give them ongoing marketing strategies and set look up. My background and Dave's background is that you know, we're business consultants. You know, we're not tradies. We don't come from a trade background. Um, we built this business based on, on sales and marketing.
1: Yeah, wow. It's, it's, it's really um, it, it's quite different to some of the offerings out there, and we do know you're getting recognised by some you know, big industry Like you. There were a few quotes by um, Glenn Richards from Shark Tank and you know, Green Cross Vets fame as well talking about it. This is a major opportunity for people looking to be their own boss as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how did that come about? Is a lot of it through your own relationships that sector, or as a business coach, that feeds back into this this innovative
0: franchise that keeps growing? It is like uh, I still own my, my my business consultancy firm, and that backs the gut of Nine. And it's another a unique point as well that, uh, to my knowledge, we're the only franchise company that has. A, a business consultancy firm, sales and marketing, that actually backs it and supports it. And, and again, uh, from myself and David's background, we have our own network of of, of people. Um, we have our own mentors uh, that we can turn to for help you know, if and when we need it. And and again, just that background that, as I said before, you know, we're, we're not tradies. We didn't come from a trade background. Um, we're sales and marketing professionals, and that's how we built this business. So... It's to um, say it's a marketing business, but guard is the product.
1: Yeah, fantastic. And when, what's your process of getting the right person on board? Because there'll, there'll be plenty of people listening to this. Obviously, they'll have an interesting business or franchising or, or um, um, even startups per se. What's your process if they put their inquiry in? How do you go about introducing them to the system? How do you go about that? initial training as well
0: yeah sure look we, we have a very simple process obviously because everything else we have the simple we like to have initial chats it's we have a series of chats with people from our point of view right it's not about someone putting money on the table they're not the people we want uh, and we've turned people away before who we have come up and said here's the money I want him look it doesn't work that way for us it's about having the right people it's it's the people who 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 is similar to everyone else in this business who can see there's vision for what it's actually worth it's not guys in this business can earn a week's income in one day and, and do it by lunchtime we're not looking for the guys who can go wow I'll, I'll work one day a week and, and watch TV to rest we want guys who go wow if I can make a week's income in one day can I work five days a week or can I can I leverage it what more can I do to, to make it bigger so we, we have a series of conversations so generally it's a first chat it's really just them talking about what the, what they're doing and and, what, and you know, a few questions about us. We we send that from that we send out some some uh, a bit more information. Uh, a week or two later we follow up and and we talk a bit further. So it's actually a series of conversations to it. We get to a point where we say, look, now it's a probably good time. Why don't you come up to Brisbane, come and meet us, spend a day in our operation, see some of the guys, pop on a route, and see if this is for you or not. And we always ask them to bring their partner with them. For um, the reason that we, you know, we want them to meet us, and, and everyone in this business, we treat it like a family. So when we have um, our, our mid-year Martin seminar, and we have Christmas, you know, all, the, all the families get together, and we know each other, and we, we treat it like a big extended family. So that's that's sort of the process. So the guys will come up, they meet us, they spend a the day with us, uh, we send them home, and at every point along the way, if it's not for them. That's fine. Um, we don't push them. We have no interest in pushing people. Uh, at the end of the day, we want, it's, it's got to be a mutual decision that it's a right fit for us and a right fit for them. Because at the end of the day, Raghu, we work very closely with our franchisees and we need to get on very well with them. Yeah. So that, that's how the initial process for someone coming on. And look, you know, when they do come on, they come up, uh, they spend a, a week, at least a week with us training. So that's a few days of the admin side. So we get that boring part out of the way and then we get, on the, get them on the roofs with one of our guys and we learn how to install. In the meantime, while that's happening, we're setting up marketing strategies for, for back home, for when they get home. So our goal is to have them earn them money the very first week they start with us. And generally, a week or two after that, either myself or David, we personally go and spend a few more days with them in their own area. Well, thanks, Brian. Look, and we can really attest that this
1: isn't a marketing spiel. We've talked to a lot of uh, gutter, gutter night franchisees, and they can attest to this work life balance slash potential for a lot of returns as well you can get from this franchise. Brian, you've set up this very viable system for, for franchising. Where do you see the business going over the next couple of years? And do you have any growth targets you're trying to hit in terms of either recruitment or
0: yeah, sure. if I talk about growth, we're looking for four to five new franchises per year. Look, we're not out there for you know fifty or sixty per year. That's for us. It's about having good quality people, not just numbers. Because again, as I said, we get good, good quality people. They make good money, and and we make money as well. So that's that's what we look for. Um, where we look at it going over the years, it's pretty much the same. Okay, our goals have been consistent from day one. It's not about being the biggest, but it's being the premium gutter guard company. And I suppose it's like, you know, when people think of, you know, um, shoes, they might think of Nikes. We want to be in that sort of brand. When, when people think of um, gutter guard, the first thought is gutter night as a premium company. And that's and we believe that's what we're doing now and we want to continue on in the future and, and just build our network um, across Australia. And without a doubt, you're getting there. Look,
1: where do you think um, do you have any sort of insights or views on where the franchise industry is going especially in your sector or any um, other you know, allied sector um, what's your general take on the industry now
0: well that's a really good a good question it's a tricky question aren't you um, what do I see it going it's franchising did get a bad name over the years um, you know 10-15 years ago it had a bit of a bad name didn't the actually was Jumped in, and everything in Snell's going to be c But well, good franchises abide by the C rules, and again, we're one of them. All our payworks um, by C and all our ruling. But franchising is cleaned up. I think franchising industry it as a whole is very good, and it's it's a way for people to get in business that couldn't have got in business by themselves. It gives them a, a hand up. And I think, like any business record, it's just the people just need to. Evaluate it and and speak to the owners. So always one advice I give people, even as a business consultant, is no matter you know what business, even if I look at our businesses, is point is look at who's behind the business. Um, unfortunately, a franchise and you know, anyone can set up a franchise, but at the end of the day, can one be successful? And that's the tricky part. So I always say to people, look at behind who's behind the business and what's their motivation, and and their skill and their background. So that's probably why I see where franchising is going.
1: Look, thanks very much for that, Brian.
0: Look, there's bound to be people interested in this, so we we do encourage
1: you to head towards gutterknife.com.au and put down an inquiry and and, um, get the ball rolling. Apart from that, there will be a contact us box underneath this podcast, so please put your name down and one of the team will be in touch with you ASAP to begin the discussion anyway. Look, Brian, it's been really good talking to you. We want to get you back on here very soon for an update on how it's all going. Um, and we'd love to um, you know, just get, a, get a, an, another chat with you about your growth because it seems like a, a very positive direction you're heading.
0: Yeah, thanks, Roger. It's been a really great talking to you as well. And I'd you know, love to come back and, and, and keep you up to date. Fantastic. Thank you. Cheers. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Brian Brown, founder and CEO of Gutter Night the gutter guard business. For more information on this or any other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to edenexchange.com or www.businessbuyinvest.com. You can also find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram for recent updates on the buying and investing business world. You can subscribe to this series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Thanks for listening.